0: It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show, and it's great to be with you as always. And by the by, during the week, please join us on Fox Business Network (FBN). The name of the show is Kudlow, four to five p.m. every day. And if you can't see it at four, why well, just um. Just text your favorite nine-year-old who will show you how to DVR the show. And you can also live stream us on the Internet here for the next three hours. larrycudlowshow.com, LarryKudlowShow.com. You can hear us all across the country, around the world, throughout the solar system. And I, um, I really have to start with this. It, it's a semi-tragic but semi-hilarious story. I'm looking at the New York Post front page. Liberals deport migrants. (laughs) Hypocritical rich Dems of Martha's Vineyard ship them off by ferry. Fifty of them. Fifty sent up by Governor DeSantis of Florida. They had to call in the National Guard. They declared a humanitarian crisis and then shipped them out to a military base in Cape Cod. Whatever happened to the humanitarian liberals? Who support open borders? Whatever happened to them? Whoa, wait a second. They got mugged by reality or something like that. What happened to their commitment to diversity and equity and inclusion? Martha's Vineyard is a beautiful place. Very white, very rich, very roomy. Those fifty could have probably fit in former President Barack Obama's home. He's got a gigantic home, it's worth close to twenty million dollars. Could have put them there, but they won't. They went nuts. I mean, they literally went berserk over this. And it just goes to show you the progressive hypocrisy on this and so many other matters. You know, um, they get a taste of what it's like on the border. That's what's killing them. And it's true in New York City. It's true in Chicago. It's true elsewhere where Governor Abbott has been shipping immigrants up more coming. Governor Ducey of Arizona, the same thing. Why should those towns on the border have to shoulder 2 million illegals? We may wind up with 3 million illegals before this is over. Just a couple of numbers on this. It's great. The population of Martha's Vineyard is 17,000. The migrant encounters they just had were 50. 50. That's all. Now, if you go to the border town of Del Rio, Texas, the city population is 34,584. The number of migrants coming across the border illegally into Del Rio, 49,563. So Martha's Vineyard got it easy because these border towns, here's another one, Yuma, Arizona has a population of 100,000, And so far, 250,000 undocumented migrants have come to Yuma. All right? 250,000. The city's only 100,000. The Rio, Texas, 50,000 have come in. The city's only 34,500. Martha's Vineyard, 50 have come in, and the city is 17,000. You get my point. Some of this is tongue-in-cheek, but some of this is very serious. I mean, really. Liberals seem to love diversity and equity and inclusion. It's part of the woke progressive mantra. And here they are in complete meltdown mode. By the way, not only calling in the National Guard to ship them off to a military base in Cape Cod, but also these sanctuary cities, Washington, D.C., New York City, Chicago all across the country, these sanctuary cities are now begging for money, federal money, to uh, house the migrants. That is not the solution. I mean, it's so typical in a way. More federal spending will always solve the problem. No, it won't. More federal spending constantly for Green New Deal for welfare, for food stamps, for housing subsidies, for child allowances. Break the budget. There's no inflation, according to Joe Biden, really. There's no inflation. He just passed the Inflation Reduction Act. The fact that every American knows there is a lot of inflation and it's wrecking family budgets. Just spend more money. That's all. Always spend more money. Kamala Harris says the border's closed. Alexander Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, says the border is closed. Joe Biden says the Republicans are playing politics. It's un-American what they're doing. No, Joe, it's un-American not to have sovereign borders. That's un-American. Joe Biden says the crisis started with Trump. No, it didn't. Trump set up Remain in Mexico. Trump is building a wall. Trump had greatly reduced the number of illegals. No, no, no. Biden came in and undid Trump's regulations on the border immediately, almost as fast as he canceled the Keystone Pipeline. Blame Trump. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, wants to bring a lawsuit. He claims that Governor DeSantis of Florida should be charged with kidnapping. Kidnapping. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And the liberals are in full meltdown. Their hair is on fire. 50 illegals come to Martha's Vineyard. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. In fact, what did I see in one of the papers? You could take President Obama's home. It's a beautiful home, by the way. And a couple of homes right next to him. Also, gigantic, beautiful homes. I don't begrudge them those homes. I'm glad that Barack Obama, a black man who became president, elected twice with 80 million white votes. That's for you out there who think there's systemic racism. Think of that. But the bigger point right now in terms of this immigration issue, it's just Mr. Obama's home plus the two homes right next door to him could easily house the 50 migrants. 50, 50. that's it. Instead, they brought in the National Guard to ship them to a military base in Cape Cod. I mean, the hypocrisy here is off the charts. The hypocrisy is off the charts. And by the by, I want to say this. The Trump administration had, in addition to protecting the border and beefing up security and beefing up the law enforcement at the border. Obama, by the way, cut the budget of law enforcement people at the border. He cut their budget. Just want to throw that in. But Mr. Trump had very good policies of reform, getting rid of the visa lottery, for example. But you had to speak English. You had to know some American history. You had to have some job potential. He had a, you know, multi-point system. And if those requirements were met, you could come in legally. And we were planning to have the volume of legal immigration holding at about a million, a million one, a million two a year. I was involved in that when I worked at the National Economic Council with Steve Miller and Jared Kushner, a whole bunch of us. We were going to let them in. I'm not against immigration, for heaven's sakes. Immigration is as American as cherry pie. Immigration is the backbone of this country's history and success. But legal immigration, legal immigration with some requirements before you can come in. I mean, we do need additional workers, I suppose, although four or five million Americans, it's not that they lack jobs. They don't want to work because government assistance is paying them not to work with no work requirements. That's a problem in itself. But I'm not opposed to the illegals. I just want them to be legals. That's all. And the liberal hypocrisy, the woke progressive hypocrisy now with this Martha's Vineyard episode, 50 coming in, and they went nuts. They went nuts. Well, Martha's Vineyard and all of Massachusetts is a sanctuary city and state. New York, sanctuary city and state. Chicago, sanctuary city and state. California, etc., etc. Well, what happened to the sanctuaries? What happened to the liberal commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion? The whole thing is a shameless fraud. And by the way, Mark Corian, writing a good column in the Post today, is an immigration expert, I know him well. He says it's going to cost us, you know, the illegals going to cost us perhaps $100 billion this year. $100 billion. But then again, that doesn't take, out, uh, take into account the sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, the fentanyl trafficking, which is killing Americans, the lawlessness, the damage doing to these border towns. Let me do it again. Yuma, te- uh, Texas. No, Yuma, Arizona, 100,000 people. And they have had to shoulder the burden of 250,000 illegals. Are you kidding do you know what that's like? So Governor Greg Abbott of Texas wants to give New York and other places a little taste of what he has to suffer through. Martha's Vineyard, 50, in a town of 17,000. Del Rio, Texas, 50,000 in a town of 34,500. I mean, that's you've got to think about this, folks. Again, let us bring in Immigrants who love America, love our freedom, love our opportunities, love our safety, legally, legally, let's figure out a way. I don't know. There's probably 30 million immigrants who are illegal, who have been in this country for years, decades. You know, they've tried to become citizens and working, but they do lack the proper credentials There's got to be a way to let them off the hook. There's got to be a way to bring them out of the shadows. But there has to be a uniform, large-scale reform plan, which the Democrats have never permitted. All they wanted is DACA. Young people who came in here years back with their illegal parents, they just want to give them legal status. But that shouldn't be done alone. That should be part of a larger package. I don't want to go ahead. We're going to have Matt Schlapp come on later in the show and talk some more about this. Matt Schlapp runs CPAC. He's a great friend. He's a brilliant guy. I just want to lead with this story because it's an insane story. Insane story. Woke progressives seem to have lost their taste for equity and inclusion and diversity. You know, it's just a shameless fraud. It's just hypocrisy. By all means, let us fix the border and let us have a decent reform plan to bring in a million legal immigrants. And that will bolster America. I'm all for it. But this way, you know what? The lefties just got a taste of their own hypocritical medicine. That's the deal. I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll take a quick break. I want to get back to the economy where Joe Biden continues, unfortunately, to lie through his teeth We'll take a quick break. Come right back. Please stick around. I'm Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Now back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. I want to turn to this really incredible story. Joe Biden, and I don't even like to use the word lie when it comes to presidents. I don't like to use that word. I have uh, tried to relabel it cognitive dissonance or falsehoods, but really he just straight out lies. He's doing it again this week. I mean, that whole business of the White House lawn party with uh, musician, singer James Taylor serenading everybody that's celebrating, get this, celebrating. The fact that we don't have any inflation anymore. No inflation. Really? You can't tell the public that there's no inflation when prices for everything are going up. Food, groceries, energy, electricity, natural gas. Gasoline prices have come down, but they're still over a buck more than they were a year ago. Automobile cars, used cars, new cars, all rising. Services, rising. 8.3% consumer price index. The core price index is rising. The Atlanta Fed has a great measure of the core index. It's called the median CPI, right in the middle. All the prices, like 5,000 prices that they calculate in the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Anyway, that thing's now 6.7% and it's rising month after month. Meanwhile, Uncle Sam, Joe Biden, and his allies are continuing to spend like there's no tomorrow. All these things they've done, the student loan cancellations, the huge uh, Green New Deal spending, the chips, the giveaway to Silicon Valley Titans with uh, $280 billion of money for semiconductors, they continue to spend like crazy which puts more cash and inflationary cash into the hands of everybody, raises demand in the economy. Meanwhile, they've cut off supply. They've turned the energy spigots off. They've raised taxes on companies, which will, of course, damage worker wages and family incomes. They've had the greatest surge of regulatory, $200 billion worth of regulatory increases on American business, So we basically have stopped supply. There's no growth. The first two quarters of the year, the GDP actually fell. The third quarter, for a while, it looked like it might be a slight positive. But the GDP tracker from the Atlanta Fed is now showing only 0.5% growth in Q3 with the latest uh, statistical information. It started out the quarter in early uh, July. It started out at two and a half percent, down to 0.5. May come in negative. I, I don't know, but it's certainly uh, part of this recessionary decline. Biden is just denying everything. There's no inflation. No inflation, he said. Meanwhile, working folks have taken a 3.4 percent pay cut pay cut over the past 12 months. Because although their wages are rising the inflation is rising faster. Biden says it's not true by the way the railroad union workers settled three to seven percent wage increases over a five-year period I don't blame them they're just trying to keep up with price increases. I don't blame them at all they don't they don't run the spigots of federal spending and money creation they're just trying to Make out. So Biden, zero inflation celebration on the White House lawn. I mean, it was pretty pathetic, you know. Talk about a political tin ear. Talk about untruthfulness. Talk about a slap in the face of middle America. Because they know he is wrong. Then he says, then Biden says, well, oh my goodness. I inherited a crisis... And I generated a resurgence. No, you didn't. It's exactly the reverse. You inherited a V-shaped recovery resurgence from COVID left by former President Trump. Six and a half percent growth in the first quarter of 2021. One and a half percent inflation. And Biden turned that resurgence into a crisis. We're now in a recession with the economy falling and inflation surging. He did this in a little over a year. And it's getting worse. And people know that. And he continues to lie about it. You can't do that. You you know, here's the deal. Americans are smarter than Biden thinks. Americans are not stupid. They see a president who has utter disdain for the truth. I mean, it's really very totalitarian or authoritarian. This is what dictators do. They just come out and say stuff that has no truth to it at all. And I think the woke progressive idea, which is intolerant of any criticism or alternatives, is at play here. And by the way, because the government keeps spending and they've turned off the supply side growth spigots, the Federal Reserve now is going to have to just tighten more aggressively. The inflation is embedded in the economy. It's a price and wage inflation embedded in the economy throughout the economy. Unfortunately, it's not just oil and gasoline. It's now just about everything. So the Fed's going to have to be more aggressive, raise rates, cut back on the money supply Gonna make the recession worse. This whole thing's gonna play out, it's gonna take at least a year or more, probably two years, and the policies have got to change. You know, here's the wrap on this. This election is about this is an inflation election, this will be a recession election, this will be an economic election. Okay? I know there are other issues, but that's what this is gonna be about. Well, We'll take a pause here. I've got my great pal, Kevin Hassett, former chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors. Kevin's coming up in just a few minutes to talk some more about this whole story. Americans are smarter than you think, Mr. Biden, and they're going to be voting for change. Big, big change. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back.